0: Learning to be happy with Da. Hello, and welcome back. In this episode, I'm going to discuss how frequent cold exposures can help you physically. And mentally. First of all, you may recall that navigating emotions like anger, sadness, and fear requires, if nothing else, a comfort with discomfort, an ability to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Well, deliberate cold exposure provides a simple and effective way for you to build up courage and resilience. When you first choose to have a cold shower or jump into a cold river, lake, or ocean, you're likely to feel nervous. You may have this reaction just before, which we call the flinch. The flinch is not just physical, but mental. It's a part of you that's crying out, no, don't do it. It is a mild kind of dread. It is of course produced by anticipation and an observable change in this flinch is one way to know that the training is working. This is how it works. When you think about having a cold shower, you might change your mind before even getting to the bathroom. You may think, not today, another time. If you do manage to walk into the bathroom and turn the shower on, full cold, you'll probably hesitate to get in. When you do get in, you're likely to squirm, moan, move a lot faster than you normally would, and constantly be thinking of when it's going to end. Well, the parallels to emotion are probably pretty obvious. We often do not want to get into our painful feelings. We hesitate and tell ourselves, we'll look at it more closely some other time. When we first attempt to bring attention to our anger, our hurt, or fear, we may feel overwhelmed and stop right away. A cold shower helps you practice comfort with discomfort. What you want to do is observe the flinch and step in anyway. It will help to take deep breaths in through the nose and long, slow exhales through the mouth. You want to concentrate on slowing down, relaxing your muscles, easing the shivering, and keeping your breath even. Notice if you're hunching over and keeping your arms in front of you as if you're trying to protect yourself from the cold. And do your best to stand up straight and welcome the cold water like you would if it were warm. At first, you may find your breathing is erratic. You take sudden, sharp breaths in and breathe very rapidly. You may shiver like crazy, despite your best efforts to remain still. There's no way to avoid this happening at first. So, accept the struggle. Why expect yourself to be able to do this right away? Be compassionate. It is hard, and it takes practice. But you can do it. Not only does this practice help you to build mental and emotional resilience, but by continuously relaxing, you are retraining your nervous system and literally changing your perception or experience of discomfort. In short time, what seemed really cold in the beginning won't seem that cold after all. And this is a positive sign. I was surprised how fast this started working for me. The first three showers were a struggle. I was breathing rapidly and shaking like crazy but I noticed some improvement on day four. After only a couple weeks, I was able most days to step into the water without the physical flinch. And after three or four weeks, I was able, most days, to not have that inner flinch. My perception of the cold was considerably altered. Often, though not always, it started to feel pleasant. I went at least two, maybe three months without having a hot shower. One day I felt as if A hot shower might be better for cleaning my skin, and to my surprise, the hot shower didn't feel as pleasant as I used to think it did. In fact, it made me realize that the heat, for me anyway, had never really felt all that good. I was surprised to realize that I now prefer the cold. Why? Well, cold showers leave me feeling energized and alert, whereas hot showers leave me feeling tired. Cold showers leave my skin looking clear and bright, whereas hot showers leave my skin feeling dry and looking blotchy. It also seems as if cold showers might be helping with my chronic joint inflammation. And the best news is, three minutes is enough. That is all it takes. A few things to consider, though. Cold showers may not be right for everyone. If you're pregnant or have a heart condition, then do a little research and consider consulting a doctor. I don't recommend having a cold shower right before you stretch or exercise because it can make the muscles and tendons contract, and for a brief period of time, you may be more prone to hurt yourself. You may also find that having a cold shower in the evening helps you sleep on hot nights, but that it makes it hard to fall asleep on a cooler evening. So just think about when you want to have your shower. For instance, some people said they were able to give up their morning coffee by having a cold shower instead. So that's something to consider that would save you some money and be better for your body. Lastly, I recommend you have a hot cup of water or tea after having your cold shower. But this is a practice I've really grown to love. The cold feels good. It makes me feel alert. It makes me feel awake. And just the fact that something that I found so unpleasant earlier doesn't really bother me anymore. And to see those physical changes that I'm not shivering so much like I used to before. I'm not hunching over. My body's open. I'm welcoming the discomfort. And surprise, it's not that uncomfortable. And that is what we're trying to learn by doing this. Not only does the cold have physical benefits like reducing inflammation and being good for our skin, but the practice itself is training us to be comfortable with discomfort which I feel is transferable to the practice of meditation, whether our bodies sore or our emotions are raging. So I highly recommend you give this a try. And don't forget to check out the Learning To Be Happy Facebook group and my website, www.theheartchakra.ca, where you can access affordable counseling and spiritual healing online or in person. Catch you next time, bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.